the blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast, where the podcast gives you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. I'm Adam. And I'm Mandy. Hey, Mandy. <laughs> welcome, Mandy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. I'm very honored, you guys, to be on the Blast from Our Past podcast, so thank you for having me. Uh, you are joining excited. us for your for our uh, top 10 Disney musical songs yes. episode, and it's a little convoluted, so I'm going to throw to my brother and let him explain uh, this episode, because there's going to be another one following this one uh, later that's related to this. Exactly. Uh, this episode and our next top 10 are both uh, Disney song related, and so I had the idea that I really wanted to talk Disney musical songs. You know, everybody kind of does like their top 10 Disney songs, but in my head, there's differences. And so it's like, well, I want to know what is just the best musical song. So that's one that has to fit into the realm of being a musical aspect of the movie versus all the other stuff. Uh, And so what is a musical song? Basically, it has to be sung by characters in the movie and has to be sung as dialogue. Basically, it has to be some, you know, it has to be used in an actual musical fashion and it's not used as non-diegetic score. It's not used as just kind of like, you know, uh, an overture music like playing over the um, the mm-hmm. actual movie itself that the characters can't hear, which means non-diegetic. Uh, and so that's what we are starting with now. It has to be a top. It has to be sung and, it, and in other little aspects into it. it has to be sung by characters in the movie but like i said has to have that musical aspect so there are sometimes um you might have a song that is sung by an artist in in the movie and a character in the movie but it's not as a musical it's as a song you know it, literally it's a popular song it's not forwarding the plot it's not yes. explaining anything it's just music to be heard yeah exactly you know uh, and so that is the basics of how I wanted to separate this. So I wanted to have this top 10 musical songs. And then I was like, well, crap, some of my favorite songs are not musical. So I wanted to have another list. So we're having another one that's basically other mu- Disney songs. And so that that will encompass all that other type of music on our second list. This has created a big debate with us and our, all of our friends who know this is happening also. <laughs> yes, yeah, man, uh, which we did not mention. Um, Mandy is one of my older friends. I've, I've known her since college. Uh, we lived out, you know, in the same group of friends from L.A. together. We've always been kind of had a fun brother-sister dynamic, I would say, between the two of us. Uh, we kind of, we were that f- friend group that we'd always would bicker. Um, it literally, like my sister Abby, uh, you know, Mandy is right there. As probably my next person that I bicker with most in this world. Uh, you're up there. <laughs> I take that I, I, as an honor. Yeah. I was going to say, no, knowing uh, how violent you and our actual sister got, that makes me worry about y'all's relationship. I've matured. I've <laughs> matured since since the college days I, and, and since yeah. L.A. And I've mellowed a little bit, but yeah. people we are were both very... very... He were, we were um, not stubborn necessarily, but we were very set in our mentalities. And so if I was... <laughs> If I liked A and Mandy liked B, oh, we were gonna go. We were gonna yell at <laughs> yeah, each other for it. It's true. People probably are gonna tune in just for conflict for this <laughs> yeah, but podcast. We're, we're much older now. You we're know, we're different. We're, we're, we're yeah, better. We calm down. Yeah, we're better. People. <laughs> so oh before gosh. we get started on our lists, uh, Mandy, why don't you actually tell us just yeah. a little bit about who you are? Yes, yes. So I am Mandy Rogers. Um, Friends with Adam Spees, so very exciting. Uh, no, but I, you know, went to UGA and then moved out to LA because I wanted to work in film but not make movies. I wanted to do something related to the industry, and I was able to do that. So I've been in publicity and marketing for film and movies um, for the last over a decade. And I just launched my own company actually last year, Mandy K Marketing, whoop, whoop, shout out. Um, And I've actually worked with Disney Studios. I've worked on tons of Disney properties. I have met some of the voices of some of these songs we'll be talking about in my day. So this is like all very close to my heart and I'm a huge Disney fanatic. So I am just very excited to talk about this stuff with you guys. Yeah, when I think of my friends who are like, big disney freaks mandy is like right up there like you're well, yeah. intense. 
I am. I am intense. But you know what? I try to have a balance because there are people that are more intense than I am. Like sure. there, there's a whole like world it's that like a, I, it's a cult. Disney is. is a cult. Living out yeah. in, in Southern California, you realize there are people who their entire like lives revolve around. I got to go to Disneyland, you know, yeah. like seventy times this year, and and, and everything revolves around it. But yeah, you're not yeah. that bad. But of my friend group, you're definitely one of the more. Um, interested in disney yeah for sure and i'll take that i wear it with a badge of honor so Mm -hmm. no it's really exciting and this was really tough because it was like choosing between my children or you know my friends (laughs) kids that i love like i'm like how do i rank these things i love all of them so much so now which which of our friends kids do you like better than others i want to (laughs) know listen they know (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness no i'm so excited though i'm really excited too to see like what you guys put down and you know i think there's going to be a ton of differences which i think will be really fun all right with that i think we should jump into our lists um and i will we'll just stick to an order um and we'll use adam first i'll go second and we'll let mandy have the last word uh, on each one so we'll start with our number 10s and adam that goes to you Yep, uh, my number 10 is from a classic, might be the oldest movie on my list, and it's one where I think a lot of people think of musicals, and it's a live action, not an animated. It's Mary Poppins, and my number 10 is Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That one's higher on my list. (laughs) Okay. Adam, my number 10 is Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Hey, there we go. (laughs) But we'll talk about that later when we get up to it. Uh, All right, well, that takes us uh, past me and to Mandy for her number 10. Okay, so that's so funny because I switched my order so much, but it is further up on my list now. Um, So my number 10, also an oldie but a goodie from The Jungle Book, The Bare Necessities. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities or Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life wherever I wander. Um, I just love this song so much. I think it's such a fun pun with like, it's the bare necessities, but he's a bear. Like, I just love it <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a really fun, I like think the Jungle Book kind of like gets dismissed a lot, but it was just such a big movie when I was growing up and with my family and we would sing the song all the time and talk about, you know, those lyrics. And I just love the camaraderie between those characters. And it's just a really fun, classic, standing the test of time Disney song. So that's my number yeah. 10. No, it's great. I mean, yeah, sung by Blue, and it's, yeah. you're right. It, it's a classic. It's probably the best known song from The Jungle Book. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and for I will sure. say that song didn't make my list. My, that same thing for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Well, let's switch to number nines, Adam. Yeah. Um, I don't think this will be on Mandy's list because I think I'm almost dead certain she's going to have a different song from this uh, movie on there Uh, but she'll certainly have a song from Aladdin John you might as well but for me my favorite Aladdin song is One Jump Ahead that's everything one jump ahead of the wall man that's all and that's no joke these guys don't appreciate our pro riff raff straight raff just a little snack, guys. Rip it open, take it back, guys. I can take a hint, gotta face the facts. You're my only friend, Abu. Oh, that nice. song is not on my list. Okay, song's yeah. not on my list, but I, I, so good. It, it sets us up. It kind of honestly, what I really like is that it's got really good storytelling as well. Um, it really helps set us into the world of who is this Aladdin kind of you know this street rat. Um, and it's got great pacing. The song is just a lot of fun. One jump ahead of the bread line. Bum bum. Like it's just got it's it. Um, you know the the tempo is wonderful, and it kind of really helps start off that movie really well. So I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, I agree. I really agree. Like, I think it is such a fast pace. You're like, oh my gosh, this guy is cool. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. exactly. He's almost like parkouring around. And you're right. He is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I don't care that he's stealing things. I want to be on his side. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So my number nine might be a little uh, unexpected. 
Um, so what I tried to do, I didn't quite get through the whole thing, but I tried to kind of go through each musical and decide, okay, what is my favorite song yeah. from that musical? And then I would try to rank them from there. Mm-hmm. And I got to this one musical, and I'm like, oh, I don't know this is going to make my list. Uh, but I was going through the songs, and I almost picked one. And then I went to the more famous song, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, as an Objectively, as a musician, I think it's a better song. And I f- surprisingly found it high enough on my list to make my top ten. Uh, my number nine is Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo from oh. Cinderella. That was an honorable mention for me, yeah. so I well. agree. <laughs> yeah, not not on my list, but uh, interesting. Salagadoola, menchikaboola, bibbidi bobbidi boo. Put them together, and what have you got? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Salagadoola, menchikaboola, bibbidi bobbidi boo. It'll do magic, believe it or not. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Now, Salagadoola means. Not at all a movie I really ever go back to watch. Yeah. Um, but objectively listening to the music, I think it's a really well-crafted song. Um, I cannot remember the name of the actress, uh, who did the Godmother mm. on Cinderella, but I think mm-hmm. she sang it particularly well, if she is the one who sang it, because sometimes they will have people yeah. who sing the parts that are not the person who speaks the parts. Um, but objectively, it's a good song. And so yeah. I just found it way creeping up on my list and ended up at number nine. Yeah, I'm curious. It's, I'm Glad to see some of like the the classics already have hit the list at least with you know we've got um, you know first as we mentioned Mary Poppins which we'll come back to but uh, Jungle Book and now um, Cinderella so it's just kind of nice to have some of these older ones in here because most of my higher list is my generation which is like that nineties for me yeah see same. oddly enough for me a lot of mine are going to come from those classic That's, ones and okay. actually if if we had included so we kind of stop at 2005. That's kind of our, our modus operandi. If yeah. we'd included modern ones, a lot more of them would have been modern songs. Because sure. I actually, since my since I've had kids and I've had to watch a lot of the newer ones, a lot of my favorites actually come from more recent films. And it makes sense. I mean, the soundtracks for Encanto and Coco and uh, Moana are fantastic. So yeah. I, I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. And Frozen and Tangled. Sure. And there's a lot of good stuff. So... Um, but I think Bibbidi Bobbidi, like I, what I love about that too, is just the whimsy of it, but it still like flows. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like nonsensical in the best magical way, but you're like, this is actually really good. (laughs) Yeah. It's catchy. It is. Very catchy. catchy. Is it my number nine? It It is your your number nine. Okay. So this one was a little out of left field, but I love it so much. And I don't know if you guys will remember it or if it'll be on your lists, but my number nine is Why Should I Worry from Oliver and Company. High, higher on my list. Okay. Higher on my list. Okay, okay, okay. Excellent. Yep. Uh, all right, number eight, Adam. Uh, my number eight, the movie was already mentioned by Mandy. And John, I know the movie will be on your list somewhere. And maybe it's this song. For me, my number eight is I Want to Be Like You in the Jungle Book. Higher on my list. Okay. Uh, all right. My number eight, I don't expect to see on anyone's uh, list, and I think it, it it even made my list because I love this movie so much. Um, talking about classic uh, Disney, uh, this was one that I loved as a kid, and I liked this particular song the most. I just kind of found it to be the funniest. My number eight is Higgitus Figgitus from The Sword in the Stone. I love that song. Moving like the dishes around. I'm thinking something. I'm thinking something totally different. Never mind. No, I know what you're talking about. Is that? When they have all the magic just happening everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Okay, so it I is the one. So. Okay, yeah. I think yeah. dishes be as it. Yes. Exactly. All the yeah. magic was just going on like crazy. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, it's it's just kind of a you know, it's it's a it's a scene I love and a song I love from a movie I love. Um objectively, it might actually not even be as good of a song as Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. 
Um, but I think my love for the movie is what, yeah. what pushed it higher. Talked about that nostalgia will absolutely drive things higher than it, you know, if you to break it down technologically or, or, or technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what that's what matters. There was a nostalgia podcast, and sometimes you get that that just random love. It's a hell of a drug. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is true. No, I think nostalgia like plays a big part in my top ones also. Sure. Um, well, now we can talk about supercalifragilisticexpialidocious because that's my number eight. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Because I was afraid to speak when I was just a lad. Yeah, good. What a good song. I mean, it's yeah. just so good. <laughs> it is. Mary Poppins has a lot of great songs in it already, but that one stands out. It made all three of our lists. Right. Um, so particularly it's, and it's also just, it's become a massively iconic song for Disney, let alone Mary Poppins. Yeah, I agree. Cause I was thinking the same thing. I knew I would put Mary Poppins on my list somewhere. And I was between that and for me, spoonful of sugar. Cause I just love that. And I think that that mm-hmm. kind of took on its own life as well and introduces her to the children in such a fun way and you know but then that's super califragilisticexpialidocious the fact that that's a word that like all of us <laughs> used to say and can say it's just in the whole like that part of the movie where it's animated and you know live action mixed together and it's just completely crazy um but the performances are great and yeah it's just iconic it is yeah it's the speed you're right like they because they have nice speed with like there's this ridiculous word and they say it quickly and then the rest of the song also very quickly paced um yeah and yeah you have to have very good technique with your mouth just to just to say (laughs) sing it properly yeah yeah all right you're number seven my number seven uh, i know is gonna be one of mandy's favorite movies because this is just part of her knowing mandy you know little mermaid is her favorite movie um but i don't know if this is her favorite song from it it certainly is my favorite song from it and it's kiss the girl is my number seven Mm -hmm. There you see her Sitting there across the way She don't got a lot to say But there's something about her And you don't know why But you're dying to try You wanna kiss the girl Did did you hear something? Yes Not on my list Not on my list So Sebastian leads it You know, it's also very moves the plot forward you know he's trying to get eric uh to to kiss this 14 year old mermaid she's woman. not 14 she's oh, what? 16 oh my 16. gosh okay <laughs> my bad and he's like 25 um, no he's not he's 18 oh my gosh okay. my bad <laughs> oh my gosh i'm already angry <laughs> <laughs> but i i really like it's actually got good um they kind of put on layers with this song. I love how it starts off where her, he's almost like conducting. He's like, yeah. you know, strings and then he, or whatever, like, you know, adds up all these instruments. And then he's just kind of like setting, setting the song, you know, to, to push the plot along. And I, and I just think it's, it's very catchy to me. Um, I think it's per, for me. Yeah. I tend to, I tend to lean towards the singular voices over like big choral songs. I, I I feel like that's just the thing with, with how I like a lot of these Disney songs. Um, and I think oh, I like this one better is because this is mostly Sebastian. And then there's some backup, you know, singers to it here and there, but it's him kind of leading it. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I love, I love the entire Little Mermaid soundtrack. I was told I couldn't make my entire list, the Little Mermaid yep. soundtrack. So I didn't, <laughs> yes. I had to choose between my children, but, um, but no, I think the way he sets that, you know, he sets it up is so fun mm-hmm. and it is a very important part of the movie. So I love that song. Uh, all right. My number seven might make someone's list. I definitely think the the movie will be represented somewhere else besides here. Uh, my number seven is Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. Oh, sorry. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase.
Not a, that song, not on my list. That was an honorable mention for me. I almost put it, but not quite. Wow. So I I went through a lot of the Lion King songs and was trying to decide which one I I really liked, and ultimately I find myself really singing along with this one more than anyone. It's it's the word we used before and we'll probably use again. Whimsy. It's a whimsical song. It's it's uh, it's not nonsensical because it is a, a a phrase, but it being non English gives it that whimsical feel because it's something you don't know you're you're learning this new thing and the you know timon and pumbaa characters who i think originally weren't planned on being the the way they were kind of ended up that way because of the uh voice actors are just great comic relief in what is a quite sad and serious story really Mm -hmm. uh and so i like i like a little levity in my uh pseudo shakespeare (laughs) no i think you're right it's such a big part of the movie like because it is so sad and you're like oh my gosh can it get any sadder this is so awful (laughs) and then you know these two uh, fantastic characters you know come and they're like look we we've all had really tough things and like let's get through it and then it shows him you know growing up and and kind of their life and i think it's a really important song for sure and i mean akuna matata like now you can just say it and people know what that is so also being part of like vernacular now is like Mm -hmm really important all right what's your number seven then mandy mine is from pocahontas um i'm not sure if she was going to make any of y'all's lists but colors of the wind is my higher on my list oh okay wait far because it's my number six and so okay i'll just i'll let let you start us off have you of the wind can you paint with all the colors of the wind yeah i just i mean i definitely wanted pocahontas it represented and i think this is the most iconic one and i think it's just a really beautiful it's a really beautiful song and it's really well done and i think even the animation during it is just such a i don't know like the whole segment of that song in the movie and what it's representing. And I think it's just like kind of even bigger than, you know, us, <laughs> honestly. It's a great song. I would say of my entire list, this is probably the best vocal performance out of mm-hmm. any of my songs mm-hmm. um, because uh, Leah Salonga, I, I think that's the singer. I can't remember. Yeah, um, yeah. But so, but she also, she also did like the singing voice for Mulan. She also she did, did the singing voice for a couple different people at uh, presents, I think. Um, but I, this one, I think of all mine, I think you, you just, she brings it. And that song mm-hmm. brings the passion, brings the emotion um, as it kind of builds. It almost kind of, it's a great building song as well to where you just, you know, unleash. You know, have you ever seen the wolf cry yeah. the blue corn moon? And just goes nuts. It's just, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Um, and you're right. It's, it's not my favorite Disney movie by far, but I do think the song holds up. Yeah, I agree. Very powerful. Uh, all right. That takes us to my number six. Correct. Uh, and that was one that was mentioned earlier, and it was I Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book. Book. Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cop, and stroll right into town and be just like the other men. I'm tired of walking around. Oh, ooby-doo. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. Louis Prima, uh, the orangutan scene, it's it's probably my favorite scene in that whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's the moment of levity in what is kind of a serious you know, tale. Yeah. So, uh, Adam, I'll let you jump so- in with your thoughts. Yeah, King Louis' voice is wonderful. I mean, it's it's very jazzy. The song itself is incredibly jazzy, and you'll, I just love that aspect about it. Um, so he he's got it's got a totally different feel from like Bare Necessities and some of the other stuff. Um, and he, as you kind of put it, there's the levity, but there's the character of of King Louis is just wacky. He's just <laughs> like a fun, wacky character that, as a kid growing up watching it, I'm just like, man. 
I like this guy. And yeah. so the song that he brings out, it's just a lot of fun. It's just, it's right. It, there's, there's uh, levity into it. And so that's why I cling to it as well. Well, and then you're like, is he good? Is he bad? Like, is what's yeah, happening? <laughs> true. Very there's true. tension there that you're like, oh, I don't know. We should mm. trust this guy. <laughs> yeah. I like, Absolutely. I like to think that he's not bad. He's just selfish. Yeah. Sure. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, all right. Your number six, Mindy. Um, so my number six is from Hercules. Uh, Zero to Hero is what I chose from Hercules. I just, I love the muses. I think yep. the way that that, is this not, is this in my own anyway? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, that song's not, that the movie's song's not, not, okay. not that song. Okay, yeah, yeah. and forth but the muses to me are just i don't know they're just so iconic and the way that that song like bless my soul you're like oh my gosh like they are going for it and it is just so freaking good yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's fun it's got great lyrics it's it's a great song uh, hercules is one of my favorite animated disney movies and i think it's like every song on there's a banger to me and so i had i had trouble picking actually I, i i had zero to hero and then i had um uh, and then I switched. I switched it yeah. up a couple different times. Literally, I had a couple different ones. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. Lists from that it's, song. It's such a good soundtrack, and yeah. yeah. So I am definitely in the minority here because Adam. I don't know if you remember when we talked. About, I, I did not I like know. the movie at all. I know you. Didn't. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> but he didn't no, have any nostalgia to it. I, yeah, I never saw it when it came out. I didn't see it until we talked about it for the podcast a few years ago. So I had no yeah. nostalgic tie to it. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I, it was not going to make my list. I How about music? That's okay. <laughs> just a beat, like oh, it's just like so good. Yeah. All right, before this turns into another discussion, let's uh, jump into our number fives, Adam. Uh, let's see, my number. Do we do Mandy's number six? That was my number yeah. six. Yeah. Oh, you know, was, yeah, it was so serious here. Sorry, sorry. My number five is uh, from The Lion King, uh, but it's my favorite musical song from that soundtrack, and it's "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." seen a king or beast with quite so little hair I'm gonna be the main event like no king was before I'm brushing up I'm looking down I'm working on my board oh, thus far rather an inspiring thing so another fun just poppy happy song um and yeah i i i really like you know the the young simba singing voice was great stands out really well like i said um and, and maybe why i like it I like, I like those kind of singular voices a little bit better um but overall yeah it's just a it's a fun bright happy song it is fun and it's fun, like Zazu, like yelling at him the whole time. Yes. Also. <laughs> There's it some is. comedy to uh, it, all too. Uh, my number five, I just, now that I'm looking at it, I it went on my list, and I'm like, now I'm actually concerned that it's not actually sung by a character, and I may have put it on the wrong list. Uh, so we'll find out when I put it up, when I uh, discuss it. My number five is Everybody Wants to Be a Cat from the Aristocats. Elucidatia. Everybody wants to be a cat Because a cat's the only cat Who knows where it's at Tell me everybody's picking up on that feline beat Cause everything else is obsolete I swear when the horn makes you wish you weren't born Every time he plays But with a square in the act You can set music back To the game and days uh, that, that that was an honorable mention for me. So it actually, okay. it so that was, it actually did start off singing. They kind of transitioned to just the band playing it, uh-huh. but the songs began as a musical aspect, and then okay. they kind of it kind of turned. So yeah, I had it, I had it on my list as well. Okay, 
Uh, I always forget about the Aristocats until yeah. somebody brings it up. I always forget about the songs on there until I see it again. Um, it's such a that particular song is such a fun moment in the movie, and I it, every time I'm like, oh yeah, that uh, makes me feel good. I just like singing along with that one. So yeah, it's it really is a fun one. one. Mm-hmm. No, I mean when we talked Aristocats, that's one of the most memorable parts to me is them singing that song and the band kind of falling down the different stair, the levels and all mm-hmm. that stuff. It's fun. It's yeah, right. It's just a catchy, catchy song. Yeah. It is fun. Everyone does want to be a cat, I guess. You know, you have a good life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Easy. Uh, um, all right, Mandy. What is your number five? My number five was also one that I was like, I think this counts. And I mean, it does, but it's one of those questionable. Um, when you wish upon a star. So Jimmy Cricket does sing yeah. it in the movie. Right. When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come to you. If your heart is in your dream, no request is too But then it's also the opening credits. So I was like, it's kind of a two, a twofer. Um, but this one, it's a beautiful song. And it's just become so iconic with all of Disney in general. And I just think that it kind of like has gone above even the film. And now it's just become this like, you know, theme song to what Disney is, which I think is really special and exciting. So I just think it's a really pretty song and a really good moment of the movie. But then it kind of like overcame and became this bigger larger than life thing it's funny you should kind of mention that so i've i have uh so i'm a elementary music teacher and i have this little game that i'll play if there's like like three or four minutes left and i've already finished like what i'm gonna do and we're just waiting for the teacher to come pick them up um where i'll play songs for movies and they have to tell me the name of the movie or where Mm -hmm. it came from um and for the younger kids, I typically just stick to Disney because they're the right. most likely movies for them to have seen and songs to identify. And almost every time when I play Wish when uh, when you wish upon a star, someone will just say, "Oh, that's just Disney's song." Yeah, have to be like, "No, it's from a movie." And and there'll be at least one or two kids who usually know that it is from a movie and what movie is from. But most of them, their instinct is that's just Disney's theme song or whatever. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. It's just like become this anthem of Disney and magic. And so it made my list right in the middle. All right, Adam, you're number four. Uh, my number four was uh, further down on Mandy's list. Why should I worry in Oliver and Company? Higher on oh, my list. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. I do uh, like that. I mean, we have a couple of them that are hitting all three of our lists. So I these know. Are pretty much going to be some of the yep. top tiers, obviously. Uh, my number four is from a movie that's already been mentioned. It is Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves. Sherizade had a thousand tails. But master you in luck, cause up your sleeves. You got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch. You and how, say all you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Alanza, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, judge it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> Robin Williams, you yeah. can't go wrong with him. I mean, he even if he doesn't have the greatest singing voice in the world, Sure. He makes the song just entertaining to listen to, even if you're not watching the movie. Just the way that he puts attitude and flavor yeah. into his part of the song. That's one of the things I actually look forward to, obviously, in watching Aladdin is is anytime Robin Williams just goes off. His um, energy is, yeah. uh, you, you know, uh, what's it, addictive. You know, you just like, you all <laughs> want to be, you want to have a bit of that. You know, you just wish you just snorted a little bit of his. <laughs> if you could turn it into a drug, you'd want to <laughs> snort it and just be like, yes, I want to be a little bit like Robin Williams. Why does and it have to be song, snorted, Adam? Uh, he definitely was snorting other stuff. Um, but <laughs> Mandy's face. <laughs> not not, like, not at this point in his life, I don't think. Probably not at this point in his life, but, but probably like five years earlier for oh sure. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my but God. But 
it's it's great great energy and you can just honestly you're right you don't even you can see it in the movie and it's just why it's a great scene um this scene friend like me is great but also just hearing it and, and you just absolutely um you love it so. yeah it was definitely an honorable it almost made me a list it was very close but having to choose between favorite songs in certain movies where there's a lot of good ones um but i agree like robin williams performance is just i mean and he was like really the first you know superstar voice actor in these movies and you know to have him even be that role was just so iconic in the moment too and everything that he added to it and the thing that makes me mad is both set a a lovable iconic role that everyone agrees is amazing and he also ruined it for mm-hmm. other voice actors by by companies feeling like they needed to have some big name celebrity to do voices when kids don't care. Yeah. They just it's don't. True. Um I th- I think one of the smartest things that I guess now Disney has started doing at least that they've started doing over Star Wars is when they bring in these live action characters they'll still try to use either the actors who did the voices or if it's a CG character it's the same voice actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did it in whatever cartoon that character came from. And I wish these movies would do the same thing with these other cartoons because I keep seeing like these big-name uh, actors attached to cartoons. Kids do not care who's voicing it. They care about the story and uh, if it's lovable or not. And I just... And I, I don't know. I've talked to so many kids who were like, well, it didn't sound the same. It didn't sound like the cartoon. And so, you know, I think there are a few a few exceptions, but there's my little soapbox rant. I'll uh, sure. I'll stop there. No, it's true. It did change the game in in a different in like some good ways and some bad ways, you know. Right. So four. Okay, my number 4. I think this is going to be higher up on a list or two. Uh Make a Man Out of You. Higher on my list? Yeah, I figured. Not on my list. <laughs> so we'll wait. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh top 3, Adam. Yep. Uh, M- Mandy chose a different song from the Hercules soundtrack. And John, you're not a fan of the movie, so I know this one's uh, going to be on its own. And for me, it's that singular voice. Go the Distance is my favorite Hercules song. see my face and the voice keeps saying this is where I'm meant to be. I will find my way. I can go the distance. I'll be there someday. If I can be strong, I know every mile will be worth my while. I would go most anywhere to feel like I belong. So it's it's uh, not as long and it's not as epic as Zero to Hero, or even A Star is Born. But I think it packs a more emotional punch. Um, Go the Distance is really where you see this this kid not knowing his place in life. And, you know, he's kind of in this song, in this montage, he's, you know, trying to go, you know, talk to the big, you know, statue of Zeus and all this kind of stuff to figure out where he should be and whatnot. And this is his journey. Literally, he's walking. He's trying to find where he belongs in this world and that he can go the distance, that he can become the the hero that he needs to to be where he's supposed to be. Um, and I just think I think the voice uh the, the singing voice is, is fantastic on this one. But for me, it's mostly the emotion on this song in particular that I, why I love it so much. Yeah, it's a fantastic song. It may or may not be on a different list for me, maybe in a different way. So interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to. Um, exp- yeah, yeah. Explain your reasonings. Um, but yes, I agree. It is. I mean, yeah. Hercules is just I know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> it just hit me the end credits yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that so yeah no but I agree the emotion is is amazing and you know what he's setting out to do and and when you're you know and when you're a little watching that too I think it was like wow I can go the distance <laughs> you know like it's yeah. like inspiration uh, all right my number three is the only other live action uh, thing I have on my list and I expect to hear something from this from Adam. Uh, my number three is Carrying the Banner from Newsies. Higher on my list. Okay. I, I knew y'all were going to have Newsies. I knew there was going to be Newsies love coming up. Oh, yeah. 
I wasn't sure okay. what song, but okay. Yeah, and I fought. I fought. I mean, that is, it's, well, I'll talk about it. Yeah, damn, yeah we'll talk about tough. it then. <laughs> um, so my number three, we've all had songs from the Aladdin soundtrack. My number three is A Whole New World. I just couldn't not. It's just, I think it's it's one of my favorite songs of all time also. <laughs> like, I just <laughs> love it so much. That duet with the two of them. Um, yeah, it's, it's like the really preeminent pretty. duet in all it, of Disney. It, it really is, I think, <laughs> like the number one duet Disney song. I mm-hmm. don't know how mm-hmm. you can really top it. Um, and it's just so magical, like the whole thing and, you know, them falling in love. And I mean, it's just wonderful. So I love it so, so, so much. Um, that's my number three. <laughs> all right. Good song. I mean, it, it, it speaks a lot to the Aladdin soundtrack that all three of us had different songs, but Aladdin yeah. made all of our top tens. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Adam, you're number two. Um, my number one and my number two have already been spoiled. Um, and they're, it's, it's, to me, it's almost like one A, one B, but I'm, if I had to pick, um, I, I'm picking the live action phenomenal movies, uh, Newsies song soundtrack. And it is probably my favorite overall musical, like of all these Disney ones. And one of my favorite musicals period, um, it's carrying the banner. So the song, it sets up the story of the Newsies so well. Um, and I struggled once and for all was actually the song that I, for a long, long time, had said is my favorite Newsies song. And mm-hmm. I think when we talked about it with our sister, right. I had said that. But I listened to multiple songs for this list. And I was like, Carrying the Banner or Seize the Day or Once and for All yeah. uh, or, or, you know, maybe not even Santa Fe. Santa Fe is my least favorite probably. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but Carrying the Banner brings us into the world of the Newsies so incredibly well. And on top of that, you also get, yeah, it gets this the great group together um, by the end of it. And I got to add, there is that one female voice, the one, the mother who is looking oh, for her yeah. kid. She pierces through in that song and it just hits me. It gives me chills damn near every yeah. time I'm listening. The to weird it. thing is, is it, it, it comes out of nowhere and it really seemingly has no place in the song. But yeah. it's so haunting, and the story of it is is beautifully sad, actually, kind of mm-hmm. um, that it you can't I can't hear it without it. Yeah. And I'm interested. So uh, right now, both of my children are working towards uh, the performance of Newsies. Right now, they're both going to be in Newsies. They're actually in different in different casts. Yeah, let's um, soak them for crutchy. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, cause there's some changes to the, the kids version. Um, sure. uh, what, uh, what was the reporter's name? Dent? Denton? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dent. Yeah. yeah. He's not in the, he's not in the, the kids musical. Okay. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they change around. Uh, the and Dent was in, in the Broadway, Dent was turned to a female and became the love interest kind of for Jack. I think if I remember okay. correctly, it's kind of, they I don't kind know how I feel about that, but all right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You never saw it. I, I went, Abby flew out to LA with me and we saw it. At, oh, okay. uh, at the Pantages, it was great. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that y'all picked the same same Newsies song. I knew there was going to be yep. Newsies love, so yeah. waiting for it. Well, and I, like Adam, I had a hard time picking which one. I'm like, oh, I like this one yeah. for this. I like this one for this. And ultimately, yeah. carrying the banner is it's the anthem because it, you yes. you hear it multiple times in the movie. The it, the yeah. movie kind of it's like the end end reprise as well. Mm-hmm. So in in the end, it's the one I find myself singing more. I think than sure. any of them. So, yeah, uh, all right. My number two uh, has already also been spoiled, and it's "Why Should I Worry" from Oliver and Company.
not just a great Disney song. It's a great song. Hell, it made my top 10 Billy Joel songs because right. yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Well, and that, I mean, it's funny too, because talk about like changing the game, like the Billy Joel of it all, I think was like so yeah. interesting and different. And he's just such a cool character. He is. Artful Dodger, basically. I mean, he mm. is. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah, that song was amazing. Like, little three-year-old Mandy singing that song with, like, the Disney sing-along tapes, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, I was like, why yeah. should I worry? And I'm like, why should I worry? I have no reason to worry. <laughs> no, but it's such a, so good. All right, Mandy, you're number two. My number two, um, I don't think we've even had anything from this movie yet. Uh, Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. You're alone and you're scared, but the banquet's all prepared. No one's gloomy or complaining while the flatware's entertaining. We tell jokes, I do tricks with my fellow candlesticks. Put it all in perfect taste that you can burn. Come on and lift your glass, you've won your own free pass. To be our guest, if you're stressed, it's fine dining we suggest. Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. So I went back and forth on what Unity song I was going to do, but um, I think Be Our Guest is just really smart, really well done. It, of course, pushes, you know, her relationship with everyone further and, you know, kind of comes at this pivotal moment in the movie. And the animation is just, I mean, fantastic during that segment, like watching that, you know, in the theater was like, wow, that is insane. So be our guest to me is really really iconic yeah that's that's why i wanted to bring also you on because i know john and i i mean we're both we're both boys from the same family <laughs> uh, we lean towards probably some of the more male stuff and i was like i need to bring on a female for the show um for the specific episode because i i just don't care i've never cared about beauty and the beast not once ah, have i even like so been like good. i enjoy this movie oh my gosh so, yeah, it's just not it's not been my thing. So I'm glad that you came on and did, so that you can represent I think a lot more people than than me um who do like the movie. But yeah, it's never never been my one. Yeah. I mean, it was the first movie, first animated movie actually nominated for best picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was like a really really huge moment in film yeah, history. I just wish too. it was better. Are you joking? It's so freaking good. Adam, now you you're just poking the bear. I'm just, I I'm just poking, poking the bear. You can't. Oh, my gosh. Speed, you're the worst. Uh, no. uh, all right. We finally made it to Drum our number roll. ones. Yep. Adam. Yep. Uh, Mandy said mine. I think it was her number three or four. I can't remember which. But uh, for me, it is I'll Make a Man Out of You on the Mulan, Mulan soundtrack. I mean, it's just, let's get down to business. <laughs> it's so good, man. <laughs> I, I I feel like so many people, I mean, Reflections is a great song, beautifully sung, but there is no better song on the soundtrack than this one. Um, I've just always really appreciated it. And Donny Osmond does a great job. You know, Donny Osmond's a great singer. Um, I'm a big mass singer fan. I always watch that dumb show. It's it's kind of one of my guilty pleasures. And he did a great job when he was on that. He was the peacock, and I loved him. Um, but he's just got a great voice. Um, and his character, another very stoic. Like he's like the kind of leader y'all want. You know, like he's just this great leader. He's got to whip all these, you know, farmers and 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 failures into shape. And he does it with this one song, <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, it's a great training montage. I mean, it's a great song. Like, he does a great job. And then everyone kind of has their tiny pieces in it, too, which is nice um, and showing kind of what they're feeling in the moment. But it's such an epic, you know, moment and song. Must be swift as the crossing river. (laughs) It has such a good, like, progression. With all the force of a great typhoon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's really, 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 really good. 
agree. So this was unfortunately another movie that uh, fell by the wayside, <laughs> and I actually did not see until a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. For the first time, so I did not see it at all when it came out when I was a kid. I, for whatever reason, had no interest in it. So uh, when I finally did see it, it was fine. But I have no nostalgic tie to it. So like, if I never see it again, I'll never be upset. So I honestly think yeah. it was better than Hercules. Um, but again, with no nostalgic it, tie, I have no arguable. desire to see it again. Uh, yeah, and my love for the movie meant I had zero desire for the live action. I still haven't seen the live action Lion King. I haven't seen the live action, obviously, Beauty and the Beast, but I haven't seen the live action Mulan either. There's no Mushu. There's no songs. What's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they went a very different direction with the live action Mulan, you know, focusing on, like, the fantasy adventure Mm -hmm. action part of it, which I think was an interesting choice. And I get it, too. Like, it is hard to kind of blend some of that you know, into a live action, but it's not the same at all. Yeah. You're missing, you're missing the fun part. Uh, all right. So my number one, I don't expect obviously to be on anyone's list and it is up here for pure nostalgia. In fact, it was the first thing I wrote down when I started this list. Um, and it is for some reason, it is a song that just reminds me of childhood. Every time I hear it, it makes me think of childhood. And I, I had to, I had to wrestle with whether or not I thought it was a musical. And I actually had to specifically ask Adam. I was like, "Does it count if the narrator sings the song?" Yeah. And he said, "Yes." Jimmy Cricket's a narrator. Sure. The muses in, in Hercules are basically narrators. So sure. absolutely. Um, and you do see the narrator, so I, mm-hmm. I think that kind of helps. I mean, if it was just a disembodied voice, it might be different. Uh, but in yeah. this case, it is not. My number one is Udalali from Robin. Oh Hood. yeah. yeah. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Never ever thinking there was danger in the water They were drinking, they just guzzled it down Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse Was watching them and gathering around Roger Miller, great voice. Yeah, you know that nice kind of classic uh, country sound to him. Yeah, some and some other great songs that come out of that. And for some reason, just the movie Robin Hood just makes me think of childhood every time I get nostalgic about it. And it's just you know, Oodalali is one of those songs where I could listen to anyone sing it, even out of context. It just takes me back. All right, I'm gonna stop mm-hmm. there before I start yeah. bumbling. <laughs> <laughs> no, Robin Hood's a good one. I actually re- really need to rewatch Robin Hood. I haven't seen that in so long, but it has some good stuff. It's mm-hmm. so fun. All right, Mandy, take okay. us home with your number one. Okay, my number one. It's not gonna be any shocker to anyone, but um, is part of your world from The Little Mermaid. Sure. your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down a, what's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. What would I give? It is. I was like, should this be my number one? You know what? It, it, it's going to be. It's just like <laughs> such to me. It's I mean, the movie's perfect. The Her voice is perfect. It's the, like the iconic I wish princess song. And it also was that beginning of like ushering in that whole new generation of Disney music. Um, I think mm-hmm. the my top three are the Howard Ashman, Alan Minkin, you know, duo songs. Cause I just think that there's nothing mm. else like that. And that just changed the game for all of Disney studios. So on top of just being, you know, I feel like a perfect song and her voice is perfect and just so much about it, you know, obviously it tells the plot, tells what she's looking for. Um, but also was really iconic just in like the film industry. And it almost got cut from the movie, um, which would have been, insane since the whole movie is about her voice but <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you gotta have a beautiful voice and so you gotta show that off yes you do you do um and i've spent a lot of time with jody benson the voice of ariel so i'm very like partial to this whole thing but that's my number one for sure so so i'm gonna kind of date this recording by asking this question 
Um, so I, I went to go see the Guardians 3 movie yesterday, and one of the trailers was for the live-action um, Little Mermaid. Yeah. Are you looking forward to that? I am so excited to see anything that is the Little Mermaid. I am <laughs> hesitant uh, with some, you know, it's it's hard because, like, I don't know. Some of the characters look a little crazy. Like, I don't know. I just, I wish Flounder looked I was, a little bit fluffier. Like, I was just saying, I was disappointed in the look of Sebastian the Crab. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian doesn't have, he doesn't have any life in his eye. Like, I don't know. I don't right. want to say too much. Dead eyes, you're right. A little, a little dead behind the eyes. But um, I think that's the hard part with some of these live actions. I think she's, you know, I think she's beautiful. I think that the ocean stuff I think could work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, looks the trailer looks a little because we talked about this a little bit even with Guardians because Mady and I saw that yesterday. Uh, yeah, funny enough, we did. Um, and Guardians and they do this with graphics nowadays. Everything is dark, so you, yeah. so you, you can't. And, I, and even the Little Mermaid trailer, everything looked too dark. And I'm like, what happened to this vibrant underwater world? Right. Yeah. So, I'm curious, but you can't deny that oh, was it Halle Bailey. Yeah. That girl can sing because yeah. that her song, the song part of your world that you hear in the trailer sounds amazing. Yeah, she's very talented, very pretty. Like she, you mm. know, has a great, cute, like plucky personality. So I think, you know, I'm I'm excited because anything Little Mermaid I'm excited about. Um, and you can have both. You could have, I could still have my original sure. and I can have a new take on it. And they're going to add more songs. And I think Melissa McCarthy looks good. So, sure. you know, it'll be good. Uh, well, let's do some uh, honorable mentions before we head out. Uh, Adam, you got any? Sure. Uh, I want to throw out uh, Oogie Boogie's song uh, in A Nightmare Before Christmas oh. was actually one I kind of considered. I was, wasn't sure if I liked What's This um, or Oogie Boogie, but I liked the the fun vocal performance by that, that character of Oogie Boogie. Like, he's just got a very unique voice. Um, and then I also want to add out there, Out There uh, from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. That's, a, that's a good kind of very powerful song from that one as mm-hmm. well. But that's, besides that, I had Everybody Wants to Be a Cat as well, so. Uh, so uh, a lot of my honorable mentions actually came from older ones, mm-hmm. uh, ones that I just kind of found to be enjoyable. Um, the Headless Horseman song from Ichabod and Mr. Toad, oh, uh, which was a, an interesting one that I liked. Um, for Snow White, hi-ho. I mean, you, you don't get much more classic uh, than that. Um, I didn't really care too much for Snow White's songs. I think it's because like the style of it was like almost operatic singing that they yeah. used for her. It's it was a little too piercing uh, for yeah. a lot of the stuff. So I had a hard time really liking that. But but I you know I mean who couldn't sing along with the song Hi Ho? Ever, ever yeah. everyone could do it. And the the last one I'll throw out uh, was from Pinocchio, and that's I got no strings. Mm-hmm. I like that oh. one. I think that one okay. that one's a fun one. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think most of my honorable mentions were actually on y'all's lists, um, or we talked about. But um, the other one, I did have "Hi Ho." I thought about "Hi Ho," and I thought about "Someday My Prince Will Come," but it's not my favorite style either of Disney princess, even though it is kind of iconic. But the other one for me was the Sleeping Beauty. Once upon a dream is a really pretty uh, princess song, um, that was close on my list that didn't quite make it just cause there's so many good songs. <laughs> so hard. Luckily, luckily we're going to get to talk a whole nother Disney <laughs> song list with you. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I think we had a good, I think we had pretty well-rounded list. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. All right. That was our top 10 Disney musical songs. Join us next time as we remember Robin Williams by breaking down the 1991 film Hook, discussing the 70s, 80s TV show Mork and Mindy, and doing our own casting of Gail Simone's version of The Secret Six. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at BlastPassCast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.
I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. Heyo. And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.